That's the sound we've been looking forward to, the start of the barbecue show. Welcome to it. Turn the quiet up. There he is. I was waiting for him to start Turn singing. The noise so. down. Welcome to the barbecue show with Stunt. So that's me, along with Jake. And that's me. Uh, we're glad you chose to join us today. Hopefully it was a choice and you're not uh, you know, trapped in the trunk of a car and someone else is listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt that's the case, but we appreciate you tuning in. Anyway, don't forget the uh, barbecue show. You can follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram if you'd like to do that. If you uh, got that technology in your hand, why not do it? You can uh, see pictures of what we're up to, what we're doing. You can pipe in with your own pictures. The BBQ Show is how you find us on Instagram and or Facebook. That's right. Click that little I can only imagine. Ladies and gentlemen, we found this man who's been kidnapped. He was in the trunk of this car. <laughs> Sir, are you okay? How was it? You know, at first I was scared, but then he was listening. To, he was listening to KTOE and they had the barbecue. I was like, "This is not so bad. It's not so bad after all." It made me hungry though back yeah, there, yeah. and all, all they gave me was this candy bar and a bottle of water. So, uh, <laughs> wow, kidnapping humor never gets old. Yeah, <laughs> never sorry, gets old, I don't know where so. that came from. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, listen, happy uh, Labor Day weekend there, and I we can never reuse this show and recycle it. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> but that, that's okay. We're into the official Labor Day weekend. The weather looks like it finally uh, turned around for us which is a bonus yeah it is and this is um a, an epic weekend for grilling because it's for a lot of people this is the last big hurrah for them to uh, fire up their smoker or their grill mm-hmm. and barbecue something so uh, we want to make sure uh, we can help you do it right that's right uh quickly last weekend before we get to that yeah did you uh you have anything good uh, oh, for, from last weekend, what we did. Uh, well, we had the second annual Mankato Curling Club Open. That's right. You said that was going on yes. with our buddy Jeremy. With our buddy Jeremy. Uh, ben of the River Barbecue. Yes, Ben of the River Barbecue. Jeremy Prang, he's our guy. He is also uh, not only a curler, he's part of our board of directors. Okay. And uh, was nice enough to come out and do the food for our event, which was a big change from last year where we had the basic ham and turkey sandwiches and some beans and then. chips. This time we had uh, Jeremy's uh, pulled pork, which was nice. amazing, and uh, his uh, his brisket, which was amazing, Very and his cool. cheesy potatoes, which are uh, equally amazing. You know, if you talk to him, he'll let you know that he's also co-founder of the barbecue show. <laughs> <laughs> he will. He will say that. That's for. We'll have to get him a jacket or something. Yeah. <laughs> right, after, right after we get our own jackets, I yeah, guess that would go. probably be a good. Uh, Jeremy was instrumental in uh, putting this idea together. Like you guys should do this, and and uh, and little by little, I think originally his plan was that it would be him. And I think he should come on more often, but he's I a agree. busy guy. He can't he come, all in, come in all the time. He's uh, he's just a mover and a shaker yeah, is what he is. Yeah, that's what it is. So we call that in the business. So <laughs> so that was it. I really didn't, uh, between the life schedule for me, I didn't really do much of, a, of anything. Had some friends over on the patio Friday night. Uh, and had a ordered pizza for the kids so that we go. could we could be adulting outside on the patio. Saturday I had a wedding, and then Sunday we had the golf event. So I got to partake in some lovely uh, barbecue, but I did not make anything of my own. Which, by the way, is the second choice in barbecuing. Right. If you don't make it yourself, somebody else should make it for you. And what's great about it is uh, I think the the difference between a sandwich and barbecue is is glaringly obvious. Like if you've ever. A sandwich made by someone else is always better than a sandwich made by yourself. Mm-hmm. If you make mm-hmm. the sandwich for yourself and then have someone make the exact same sandwich the exact same way for you, that sandwich is better than your own sandwich. Like a grilled cheese sandwich is the most simple thing, but right. a grilled cheese sandwich at a restaurant with some tomato soup is like 
phenomenal. Like, what yeah. did you do? My wife makes the best grilled cheese sandwich in the world. I make a really solid one. My kids love it, but hers is better. I don't know why. Yeah, exactly. I think she makes hers with love. I make mine with anger in a hurry. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's probably it. That's a special spice: anger and speed. Uh, lack of patience always works. But uh, barbecue, I think. Uh, I think most guys who really like to barbecue and like to grill think that what they make is better than what someone else makes. And I am open-minded enough to just appreciate uh, good barbecue. It doesn't matter who makes it. Oh, I'm- I agree. I mean, as long as it's good. I had Lynch barbecue last weekend. Oh, right on. Uh, apparently, according to Mike Zimmer, the best barbecue in the world. Um, well. I think the brisket was actually pretty good, um, yeah. but not other than that. It was barbecue. It was, yeah. it was nothing that stood out to me. Um, but it was pretty good. It was at a Vikings pre preseason kickoff party. So there you go. And that sounds delicious. I mean, here's what I find with uh, with with my own barbecue versus barbecue of someone else's that I have. I'm more critical of my own. Oh, absolutely. Like, well, I could have done this differently. I could have done that better. I could have done this different. I could have. As your friends devour it, you're like, ah, it's probably not my best. I'm so sorry. And right. Like what? It's fine. But I'm the same way with everything I do, like household projects. Everybody goes, wow, this room looks amazing. I'm like, yeah, but I screwed that up and I could have done this better. You can and always, they, yeah. And they always say, I would not have noticed had you not pointed it out. So, no, you're absolutely correct. So don't point out your barbecue mistakes to your friends and family. <laughs> Wait till they leave and then reassess uh, in your head alone, quietly in the dark. That's uh, maybe the dark is overkill, but you know, just do it on your own. Don't bring it up to everybody, and you won't have to worry about it. Makes it uh, makes it a lot easier. Right. Here's the thing, and yes, this is a glowing free plug, shameless plug for uh, Jeremy and Ben of the River Barbecue. Oh, absolutely, they deserve one though. Um, there are a lot of folks that do amazing barbecue, and there are a lot of folks that do amazing sides. And if you've ever been to play, I've been to a commercial place that uh, there is one in Mankato. I'm going to leave it nameless. Uh, and their barbecue was really good. And I was so unimpressed with the sides. I'm like, ah, see, that just doesn't work for me. I need the total package. Right. Jeremy has the total package. He, he really does. The river. We did barbecue day together and we yeah. had everything. I mean, we made from brisket to ribs or whatever else. We, I don't remember we all made now of that day, but right. including started off the day with the coffee, the cherry coffee cake on the smoker. Yeah. Just yeah. amazing. It's the little things. You know, mm-hmm. what's the line from that chick flick? Uh, it, our ability to accessorize is what separates us from the beasts. No clue what you're talking about. <laughs> I think it, was, it was from, uh, I don't even remember the movie. of One with had, uh, never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Yeah, right. Now, that's going to bug me now, that name of that movie. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, send us a text or sh- hit us up on uh, Facebook or Instagram, The BBQ Show. So anyway, we mentioned it. We're into Labor Day weekend, which yes. is, uh, as we know, we here at the barbecue, it's really stunts theory, but I we've adopted it as our own. Uh, Memorial Day is burgers. Yep. Fourth of July is hot dogs. And Labor Day is ribs. Ribs. And so we're going to really try to emphasize on ribs today and talk a lot about ribs. Uh, we we teased this last week as a part of today's show, and we're actually going to follow through on one of our teases in our next segment. We're going to talk about some of the best sides to go with ribs. Oh, I like that. Because every good meat has a, a side that complements it well, as every good entree or meal does, um, and ribs are no different. And so we want to touch on some of that a little bit today and uh, kind of get you up to speed and uh, give you some uh, some tips and some tricks and all that good stuff. Speaking of tips and tricks, we should get the barbecue show barbecue tip of the week. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Well, this time, I know you said ribs. You surely do something about ribs, I suppose. But uh, I already had this yeah. set up, so this That's is what right. we're doing. It's all what it it's is. It's establishing different grilling zones. Yes. We, we always talk about this. Knowing your grill is very important. So establishing what areas your grill are the hot spots. Because no matter what grill you have, and no matter how fancy and how much money you spend on it, 
there's going to be hot spots in the grill exactly. and cooler spots on the grill. Yeah, just the way it works. And this is true whether you have a pellet grill, whether you have a, a, a old fashioned LP gas grill, mm-hmm. uh, whether you have a natural gas grill because you know you can take your gas grill, your LP grill, and you sometimes you could convert them to natural gas and hook it to your house. Right from the house, things. that'd yeah. be pretty cool. Actually. And you, you can do that as well. Or if you have uh, charcoal or wood that you're cooking over, you're still going to have hot spots, and it's important to know where those are. Absolutely. The advantage to a charcoal setup is that you can create your own hot spots which I highly recommend. I was just going to say, when you do the charcoal setup, you can set up your grill kind of the way you want it because the hot spots are going to be where you put the, those coals. You're going to have the off heat on the side or whatever right. you're going to do. Right. Uh, one of the chefs I was reading about really says you should set up cold and hot spots or at least learn where yours are. So that way when you're cooking, you can put things where they need to go. So they go, oh, this might take a little bit longer. So we're going to put this on the hot spot. Well, something doesn't Brilliant. can go in the cooler spot. So learning your grill, finding out where those areas are, and establish the, establishing them in the fact of, I'm making this one my hot spot, or maybe this, this goes in the hot spot. That way you can cook accordingly, multiple things at one time, and yet have it done on time. Exactly. And the, uh, the along, along the lines of knowing where the hot spots and the cold spots and knowing your grilling surfaces and temperatures, never underestimate the power of that little rack up above yeah. on your grill. A lot of people have that little rack. Uh, we call it the coasting rack, <laughs> where when you got something that's almost done and then you've got some other stuff that you need to put on, you can rotate from that high spot where things stay warm and kind of coast where they don't really uh, continue to overcook, but you can keep them warm, or right. you can just kind of finish them off that little bit of extra that they need. Exactly. you got your meats, and maybe for vegetables, I guess, if you want. And then you're starting to cook through know. the process, and you need to move them to a spot where it's like, all right, slow it down a little bit. You put them up on top. You put them in that cool spot on your grill. It's perfect. It works out really, really well. So the barbecue show tip of the week, know your hot spots, know your grilling temps on, and the surfaces all over your grill, and you'll be happier in the end every single time. We will take our first break, our only break. That's the beauty of this show, and we'll uh, be right back with more of the barbecue show. Turn the quiet up. All right, welcome back. The barbecue show continues. Labor Day weekend episode of the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. You know, turn the quiet up. It's Labor Day weekend. We should have. They should have given us a full hour of a show. I mean, don't you think we could do a full hour? I think we. You know what? We keep getting this show built up with sponsors. They're going to have to give us an hour. Yeah, there's no way around. Interviews from across the nation, barbecue people. This might be one of those cases where we should. we should poll the listening audience. Maybe. If they want an hour. <laughs> They'd be like, hey, slow down, guys. Let's just keep it to a quick 30, huh? 30 is cute, but an hour <laughs> seems like a bit of a commitment for me to listen, you know, the whole time. So Yeah, that makes sense. That does make it harder if you uh, are sitting in your car in your driveway right now because you don't want to go in because you got rained out from your work site or whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome back to the Barbecue Show. As I mentioned, Labor Day weekend edition of the show. And we're, uh, we're talking ribs, or we're going to be talking ribs because... That's what Labor Day is all about. We've already established that. And ribs are uh, ribs are one of those things that are easy to come by. They're Typically, you can find them for a variety of prices, although I think I paid a little too much last time I did ribs. But that's life, I guess. Um, and there's so many different ways you can do ribs and so many different things you can do with them to make them amazing. And you can look like a superstar with as little or as much effort as you want to right. put into them. Um, we talk about all the time. You do the you like to do a version of the three two one method, right? Which uh, yeah, it's, we'll kind of re- recap that for us. Uh, so well, for understand. me, it always gets done super quick when you do it that way. So I do a two one and thirty. Okay, because three two one doesn't work for everybody. I mean, right. at the end of the day, 
Three, two, one depends on how hot your grill is. It might take longer than that. It might take shorter than that for some people. Right. So, and the concept of three, two, one is uh, the length of time that you're you're cooking correct. the ribs, I covered or uncovered. Three, three hours not covered, two hours covered, one hour not covered is usually right. the what the that method's referring to. Exactly, and this is provided that you're doing them all. You know, on your smoker or on your grill outside, mm-hmm. and, you're, and you're 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 taking your time. A lot of times, I like to do my ribs. I like to cheat, as I call it. <laughs> We've talked about this, yeah. Yeah, and I uh, I do a I do a rub usually with like a brown sugar because it adds a little bit of juicy and uh, some flavor and some spices into that brown sugar, which vary from time to time, but always include onion, garlic, and smoked paprika. There you go. And some cracked pepper, and then uh, I I lather them in that, and then I wrap them in tin foil and seal them, and then I cook them in the oven sometimes for about two hours at about two depends on how many racks i have in the oven if i've got more than three racks in the oven then i gotta go like 275 okay but otherwise in that 250 to 290 range okay for about two hours uh and then when you know you're close you'll start to smell them and then you know i just peel one open and i'll look and if the meat's pulling away from the bone a little bit and the bone's starting to expose i know they're good bring them out and then I take them outside, and I sauce them, and I finish them up on the grill. When you're taking your ribs out, you can always do a few different things. You see a meat pulling back, it's one big clue that you're getting close to being done. Uh, obviously, you can always use your meat thermometer and check the temperature that way. But another great way to do it, honestly, is to um, just go by touch. Like, yeah. feel how the meat gives away. If the fatty part is more gelatin-like, if that fat's rendering down mm-hmm. big. And then one thing I've been reading about, and I've seen a lot of videos about it, I just never trust it. Because I know exactly what they're talking about. If you pick it up and it feels like the rib wants to give way and break off as you're picking up one end, that means you're ready to come off the grill. Right. But to me, that means I'm really scared I'm going to drop the whole thing after all that work to make that. that so is, I don't like that method as much. That is the, uh, I was just going to say the flex method is I know a lot of people like to use is that you can, you know, just grab an end with the tongs. And even if you just pick that end up so that you're not lifting the whole rack, That's true. just yep. pick the one end up and you'll feel if it, if it, if there's a lot of resistance there, then you're, you, you got to keep going. If there's less resistance, you can kind of, you can start to judge and you'll know. Right. Um, the one problem if you're cheating like I am and doing them in the oven sometimes, it's Sometimes I do them outside. Sometimes I do them inside. It just depends on what I've got going on um, and my time frame. But if you're doing them inside, then you do have to transfer them. And you want to make sure you don't overdo them inside because then getting them unwrapped and then transferring them to the grill, they will start to fall apart. That's right. You don't and, want that uh, either. Yeah, you don't want you don't want pulled rib. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. In case you're wondering, for those who are like, oh, I love when the ribs fall off the bone, that technically means they're overdone. Yeah, you don't want the rib just to fall off. They're they're delicious. Don't get me wrong, but you will lose a competition that way because they have to stay on the bone. That's correct. Uh, but should pull cleanly off the bone when you take a bite. Yeah, see, it's complicated. Right. <laughs> no wonder we're experts. <laughs> <laughs> Quote unquote. Yeah. Well, there's that. I guess you could say, uh, ribs. Everybody has their own way of doing ribs, and people that like to grill ribs, or smoke ribs, or cook ribs, or bake ribs, or broil ribs, or roast ribs, or. <laughs> Anything else? I don't know. Based ribs. Yeah, I'm trying sure, to think of another sure. B in there. Uh, anyway, Bastille. I guess that was the that's bat- a band. <laughs> that was the Battle of the Bulge. Never oh. mind. Um, anyway, uh, th- everybody tends to do them a little bit differently and has their own way of doing them. One of the things that can make or break your ribs, as we mentioned earlier, with any barbecue, are the sides. Oh yeah. And so there are some sides that go better with uh, with ribs than other things. And I've got a I've got a list here of 
Uh, some of these I, I added myself. Some of these I collected from other people and other sources. So we have got a variety of uh, things. Some I can barely pronounce. Those are collected from other sources, uh, like Scordalia, for example. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, you, if, you, if you're familiar with Scordalia or what that is. Um, it's a Greek potato dip. Interesting. Yeah, okay. which is a little exotic for me, but that sounds like the kind of thing my wife would like to try. I've actually seen that word or heard it, I guess, on a video, and I'm like, okay, cool kind of pass it along for something i know more about like mac and cheese and potatoes so right but you, it's 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 a blended thing and it's really more of a dip um hmm. it's uh blanched potatoes russets preferably uh blend it with almonds some oil some garlic raw garlic it's got a little bite to it there you go okay uh, bread and spices and the whole thing and i guess it's just uh it's it's fantastic it works real you know really well like i said as as a dip uh there are the simple and the standard things that you can do and i think everybody already knows what those are uh cheesy potatoes by the way go with they go with everything you can never go wrong with a cheesy potato (laughs) at our house we call them funeral potatoes oh because uh, i don't know apparently my wife grew up where that was like the thing everybody brought to the funeral was the cheesy potatoes with the crumbly like usually cornflakes or something on top and the um Cornbread, obviously. Oh, yeah. Is, Cornbread's uh, always a solid win. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I always have to have a bread side. And if I don't have a bread side, it's because somebody did not plan well enough, which is probably me. Yeah, but well, garlic yeah. bread or cornbread on the side is so good. I, and I've been doing a lot of biscuits lately, too, on the grill. Oh, yeah. Biscuits are always nice. Whip open a can of, you know, you don't always have to make it scratch, but open up a can of the Pillsbury or whatever it is, uh-huh. pop that open and put them in a cast iron pan. There you go. I'm sitting in the smoker with it, everything else. So beautiful, good. beautiful. So yeah. good. Yeah, we could do a whole show about the pop open uh, stuff that you can make <laughs> there. Um, one thing my wife does is a um, is a uh, poblano corn, where she where we, uh, we we smoke and blacken the poblano peppers. Oh, and then you uh, then you dice those up and you mix them in with this uh, this corn mix, and so it's got a little bite from the pepper, and it's uh, it's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the standard one that we're forgetting is mac and cheese. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm not forgetting about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, well, maybe we just we just hadn't hadn't, we hadn't got, got to there it yet. yet. Yeah. Uh, mac and cheese on the smoker is amazing. There's so many different ways to do that. Right. Um, you, I like I do it two different ways. Quickly, if you don't mind. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I'll uh, make them al dente over the on the stovetop. Put in all your cheeses. Put them in a cast iron on the smoker for the final whatever mm-hmm. half hour, forty five minutes of your actual smoke, and there you just go. it doesn't get the smoke flavor you want necessarily, but it just tastes good. Or I've seen this recently. Put a block of Velveeta in your pan, a bunch of noodles, a bunch of half and half, and a bunch more cheese, because you need cheese, more the better, and you let that just smoke down and melt all together. That's for the whole time you're on the on the stovetop, though. Yeah, that's so good. And think think of the ease of doing that. Oh, yeah. There's nothing to did get, it. Did you say barbecue beans yet? I did not. I'm so hungry right now. Yeah, I know. I'm getting hungry, too. This is uh, crazy. There's a couple other ones I think that uh, a lot of people, especially in this part of the country, we probably don't dive into as much as we could. Uh, for example, collard greens. Oh, yeah. People love those. Collard greens, are they're, they're, they're amazing. I and, had them once. I was not a fan. Yeah, it's well, it depends on how you do them. A lot of people think of collard greens as uh, it, it cooked with like a smoked ham hock, mm-hmm. uh, but a turkey uh, leg. Okay. Like a turkey drumstick, like a Renaissance festival type thing. If you put that in there, that's a nice substitute, which is sometimes easier and cheaper to find. Nice. Uh, it also gets you more meat, so you got a little bit more meat. Because, you know, any good vegetable deserves to be complemented by some sort of a meat. Right. Like Brussels sprouts are better with lots of butter and bacon. I disagree you know? with that at all. No Brussels sprouts <laughs> on my plate, please. Um, the hard part about collard greens is the, the cleaning and the trimming. 
That's okay. the, that's the time consuming part because um, it takes it. You, you got to do it right. Otherwise, you know, you're going to get the you know, it's like if you have muscles and you don't clean them well, people are going to get grit and sand right. and you don't want, you know, nobody, nobody wants that. But the whole point of this, uh, this segment is don't be afraid to try these things. I mean, maybe, maybe give them a shot. You might, you might really like them, especially if you've got some, you know, if you've got some, some sort of a meat in there to add a little bit of that flavor to it. Um now, just throwing this out there, it is Labor Day weekend. You got ribs, which are finger food. Might keep finger food going and use sweet corn on the cob. Yeah, that's a great. That's or, not a bad idea. Or a good corn fritter. A crispy corn fritter is oh, nice too, because okay. then you know, here again, you've got something that you can you can eat with your hands mm-hmm. as well uh, that you can pick up and just you know. Mises keep go. everything gives their hands. Why yeah. even get any forks involved? Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, another one, as long as we got the southern uh, collard greens going, yeah. is a uh, is a baked cheese grits. If some people like grits, oh. uh, grits are great. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's a, a think malto meal with a little more flavor. Yeah, you know that's kind of what uh, kind of what grits are. And uh, everything I know about grits really comes from uh, my cousin Vinny. So I'd say that's it's our movie reference of the day. You know, my cousin Vinny. But there, the whole point is that y- you can create kind of a theme based around what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. uh, and and make it all work. And uh, and that's sometimes depending on it who you're cooking for, and that's an important part. If you've got a big group of people with a lot of varieties, you know, if it's like a Sunday fun day party and you've got six families, you might want to mix it up. If it's just you and your immediate family, and you know, maybe you know your in laws, well, then you can you can really theme your food and your meal just more, a few things, you yeah. know, kind of on that on that on that line, if you right. will, so to speak. Like we right. we tend to do that. Like, hey, we're going to do ribs, and then we're going to do this side, and we're going to do that side. Uh, and then just to really mix it up, uh, before everything gets going as an appetizer, I'm going to grill two dozen jumbo shrimp. Oh, well. <laughs> just, <laughs> there you go. Just to throw that yeah. into the mix. I mean, you know? I think we talked about this before. The best, one of the best parts about grilling is all the snacking you do during grilling. Exactly. Which is so ridiculous. It ruins the actual meal every time, but it's so good. Well, you know, it's all part of it. That's why you plan things to be done at different times. So you can just munch the entire way. So right. by the time you get done the day, you're like, I didn't eat anything, but yet I'm full. Right. The uh, the the best the best advice or you know the barbecue show tip we would say, especially when it comes to Labor Day, is whatever you're doing it, uh, have fun doing it and and just enjoy it. Yeah, Make absolutely. something you enjoy, uh, and don't and it should not be it should not be work. It should be a labor of love. Right. You don't have to do ribs, by the way. Yeah. That's not what you have to do. No, you can do whatever you yeah. want, but uh, you can do you can do burgers and, and hot dogs if you want to do that. So like I said, and sometimes with the big weekends like Memorial Day, Fourth of July, uh, Labor Day, maybe you have a bunch of people together and you're at the cabin and it's your last weekend at the lake and you last don't want hurrah. you don't want to spend six hours in the in the grilling area you want to be down on the beach and out on the lake with everybody else right so maybe you know keep it simple and have fun but the point of uh the, the show today is whatever you choose to do don't be afraid to try something new and make sure that uh you you enjoy it and have That's fun right. and share it with uh well, everyone, but mostly us. Yeah. So <laughs> share those photos with us on our on our Facebook and Instagram page. Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. That's <laughs> uh, that's why we are so good at this together. So uh, the BBQ show on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Uh, click that follow and like button and uh, keep tabs on us and uh, send us what you're cooking so we can keep tabs on you as well. So enjoy your Labor Day weekend. That's going to wrap up the barbecue show for a uh, another weekend. It goes so fast. Huh? It really does it go fast. So fast. And it's uh, just like our summer. It's gone. I know. It's but insane. you got more grilling days ahead. Plenty of that with football and everything else yet ahead of us. So make sure you enjoy all that. Exactly. Have a uh, fun, safe Labor Day and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll see you next Saturday for another rousing edition of the critically acclaimed barbecue show. Turn the quiet up. Turn the noise down.